So, Allie, uh, what movie are we going to be watching this week? Well, we are approaching a pretty major holiday, right? Yes, yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, so kind we... of an important one. And, um, uh, one that Colum- the, Columbus's birthday. No, <laughs> the one that a lot of people um, love to celebrate. Yes, yes. Yeah, they love to do, um, you know... Uh, Sometimes they do kind of wacky things and oh, yeah. fun things, and uh, yeah. sometimes all so we, uh, sometimes little scary things. Okay, so we're we're doing we're doing a movie based on a, you know a, a fun popular holiday. Fun popular holiday uh, where people pretend to be things they're not, kind of thing. Oh, yes. Now absolutely. I that, that's good. Yeah. So we're obviously not doing we're not, we're not doing the original Halloween because that's from the seventies, but. I'm I'm hoping maybe 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 you you're doing doing something based on maybe maybe that 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 holiday maybe there's a lot of other ones you know we're not Halloween two maybe Halloween two we doing Halloween two no no Halloween two so we're not doing the direct sequel no okay oh my goodness are we doing Halloween three season of the witch nope oh um, are we doing Halloween four John doesn't know the subtitle nope oh geez is there a fifth Halloween movie made in the eighties are we doing that nope I mean I'm I'm running out of movies about how oh. Are we doing like a movie that's like more like like set in Halloween, but not like not named Halloween? Then, so like what movie would that? Like be? a movie set on the holiday? Like oh, a, like it's set on Halloween. Like it's set on Halloween. Like um, I actually don't know of any horror movies. I was like trying that. to think if there was is, is the Wicker. That... I don't know. <laughs> no, that's in the seventies anyway. Okay, so no, but we're no. doing. <laughs> so what we're doing? We're doing a movie based on a popular holiday, full of lies and deceptions. That's totally appropriate for the month of October. Yes. I'm still going back to it's not Columbus Day. No. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, you got me stumped. So you want to know what movie we're doing? Of course. April Fool's Day. What? Hello and welcome to John and Allie Explain the 80s, where we explore the ins, the outs, and the retcons of nostalgia's favorite decade. October Fool! Welcome to A Match Made in Space. I'm Allie Goodman. And I'm John Walter. And we are a married couple showing each other the 80s movies of our childhood. And And today we are doing (laughs) 1986's April Fool's Day. Is it April Fool's Day? It's April April Fool's Fool's Day. Day. Yes, April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. You showed me this movie. I know, you would think I would know. And uh, by the way, as a secret, a little bit of October Fool for you. We're actually recording in September. That was a double switch. Man, I'm I'm the best prankster around. Pranks! (laughs) So yes, we're doing 1986's April Fool's Day, uh, directed by Question Mark, starring Question Mark, and... uh, Doing all the questions. Directed by Fred Walton. And uh, starring a bunch of people that you recognize from other 80s movies, yes, you will. but mostly don't know the names of. You might know uh, Thomas F. Wilson, or Tom Wilson, as I always uh, thought his name was, but apparently it's officially Thomas F. And, Wilson. But before you tell them who he is, can I just say one of his terrible lines from the other movie? Sure. Um, Make like a tree and get out of here. Goodman! Knuckle, 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 <laughs> knuckle, knuckle. <laughs> Hello, hello, Goodman. Goodman. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yes, uh, this movie does have Biff in it. Yes. Uh, we, you know, like, and, and both of us Biff are like, Tannen. wait, we, we didn't recognize a single name in the credits except Allie noticed Deborah, Deborah Goodrich, Barbara Goodrich. De- Deborah Goodrich. You recognized her as the girlfriend from Girls Just Want to Have Fun. No, this, not Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Just, just one, one of the, of the guys. guys. Sorry. There you go. And 
and, very we, and then we realized this has apparently got a reunion because uh, what's his name who played the boy? The boy in uh, the actual boy. In, the boy in, uh, in, 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 in just in, one of the guys. Just one of the guys. Just want to have fun. Just, um, <laughs> just one of the guys. So apparently, this is a just one of the guys reunion. Yeah, there's got to uh, be a connection. In there yeah, somewhere. and uh, it also has Ryan O'Neill's son. We just learned that that he was Ryan O'Neill's son, yes. which I'm not surprised now that I looked. And then a bunch of people you don't know because it's a low budget. Well, not that low budget. Fairly low budget horror movie. Um, welcome well, to the podcast, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan is back in the podcast. Probably will be in the podcast for quite some time. Yes. And I guess uh, let's go ahead and get to what we uh, what we both love to do: throw each other under the bus. Your elevator pitch right now. Okay. All right. Oh God. April Fools. Uh, all right. All right. Hold on. I love that you give it to me while I'm about to breastfeed the baby. Thanks. Hey. Oh, great. Now people know that you're breastfeeding. Gross. 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 Yeah, it's, the, it's the 80s. Nobody does that. It's true. You're not allowed to do this in public. My God, you're out. Oh my God, you're out in public without pantyhose on. <laughs> I put a seam up the back. It's fine. Okay. Good. Um, all right. Um, so. No spoilers. <laughs> I know that's the problem. I have to be really careful how I do. This. I mean, we're gonna. And by the way, if you, if you if you this movie does have a twist in it, uh, so if yeah. you really absolutely don't want to be spoiled, this is the one to skip until yeah. you watch it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you if you should or shouldn't until the end because that's a spoiler too. Uh, but uh, you can find it on Amazon Prime, I think, right now. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's where I got it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, and if you have stars, I think you can watch it there too. But uh, who has stars? I know nobody has stars. Stars. It doesn't even come. Stars is a thing you have to borrow your grandmother's password. It doesn't even come standard on like Xfinity, like with the big package. You have to buy it separate because my parents don't even have it. It's ridiculous. I know. Anyway, all right. Elevator pitch. Um, Okay, so a rich girl named Muffy (laughs) has a bunch of friends over. And then she plays a couple pranks on him because it's April Fool's Day. Okay. All right. I got, um, I got, you want my elevator pitch? Sure. Give me one sentence. Brat Pack 10 Little Indians. I mean, not the real Brat Pack, but <laughs> it's a bunch of 80s tea. It's a bunch of young 80s actors uh, getting Agatha Christie'd one by one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it also, I it's also known as Brad Pack and then there were none, depending on whether you have the English or the American edition of the novel, ah, the Agatha Christie novel. I see. That's really I, clever. I would have preferred to watch Brad Pack murder in the Calais coach. Ah. Well that was uh that was clever and I missed it because I'm thinking You are not using the Grecels. No, what I was literally thinking was the song and I was like that's kind of racist, John. <laughs> well, so is the title of the book. Yeah, well, written, duh, right. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Racism in a woman raised in England in the first half of the 20th century? I can't imagine. Well, this was my point. I thought you were saying that, and I was like, I'm very confused no, here. No, no, no. I, I mean, cause, 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 because the I song... I was using the title. Because the song that we learned in the 80s... And which is based... Hold which on. is based on the... Probably based on the book. No, no, the book is based on the song. Song, okay, fine. The book is based on the song, but the song is... When when our son started, I don't know, like, Mom's Morning Away when he was two, so this was like three or four years ago, um, he came home humming that song, and I remember John and I looked at each other and we were like, oh no. But it actually turns out they changed the lyrics to... You, you know this, to one little, two little, three little numbers. Yes, yes, I did. And so this. now it's all about numbers, which I think is a way better choice. Oh, yeah, yeah, because calling Native Americans numbers, you know, just reduces them to a statistic alley. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, oh, so anyway, uh, so basically what we got here is a fairly low gore, fairly lighthearted slasher film, kind of. 
So if you know um, anything about me, I have seen my share of horror films. I don't like them very much. Her share is fairly small. It's a small share. Um, uh, I, you know, I'm actually not a huge horror buff. Yeah. I go through phases where I'm in the mood for it. I, I definitely have watched a decent amount of horror. I, I tend to watch... I don't. Have, I actually haven't seen as much 80s horror as I probably should. Mm-hmm. I've seen the original Nightmare on Elm Street. I've seen... I think I've seen, I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I've seen... I, I've seen that one the most, and that one seems to be the funniest. Well, it's Dream Warriors, man. Dream Warriors yeah. rules. Dream Warriors... It has a Dawkins is, song in it. It's well, awesome. And I think I like <laughs> the idea of Dream Warriors because they're actually like in therapy trying to figure out their yeah. crap. And th- that one also has Corey Feldman in it, if I'm not mistaken. Or no. is that the fourth one? The That's fourth the one has fourth Corey one. Feldman. Well, I think I've also seen four. No, okay. the, third, the third one has... Who's in the third one? No There's one's a, in the third one. I thought someone was in the third one, but the third one's the one where the, with the with the girl who's in the, the attic in the with the needle with the needle. Yeah, the needles, and then the ones and her that arms are like little mouths like in her arm, opening up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. We should probably do that one someday. Yeah, at some point, we will. Yeah. Um, don't push me, bitch. Well, that's yeah. the problem I have with uh, yeah, with uh, with, with Freddy Krueger is he just he relies on bitch a bit much. Um, um, but um, going yeah, back to this movie, going back to this movie, yeah, basically, and actually, to be honest, every slasher movie is kind of like is kind of like an an and an, an then there were none kind of. Uh, well, sure, you know, because you know, so, it's always people getting picked off, and, and it is and it is important. I mean, I, I I have to say that being somebody who isn't very familiar with the genre. Um, and not to bring in another movie to talk about this, but I think it's important because I think it will come up as we go mm-hmm. through this. Um, what I enjoyed about the movie Scream is it really does tell you, it walks you through oh, yeah, yeah, give, all yeah. of the pieces of what happens in a horror movie and you can really document yeah, it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the whole meta thing. Yeah, and I liked that. that you know what's funny? Kind of, I have not seen the original Scream. I've seen Scream 2, which sucks ass. You've never seen Scream? No, I've never seen Scream. Oh, I'm surprised. Okay, so... I'm not, um, I'm not a big Wes Craven guy. Yeah, I know. Me neither. But I, you know, someone like, took me to the movie. Yeah. But anyway, so the point is that my point is that if you're going to show me a horror film, there has to be something about it that's, I don't want to say necessary or important or filmatic or cinematic or it's different. It has to be different. I, I'm not just going to sit. I don't want to just sit and watch like a whole bunch of people die. Like right. I just don't really care. And it just makes me uncomfortable. I'm and not scared. a fan of, I'm I don't not like a fan jump of like scares. The, I'm not and, a fan of the torture porn or. Right. You know, like and, if you want to show me a horror movie, show me something like Get Out, you know, which is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And Get Out also has like, you know, it has like the tension. It's commentary. Thing. It's, yes. And, it's yeah. more tension. And I like. And horror, like and horror is always, that's, that's one of the things I, I think, I think horror gets a short shrift for people who don't watch it at all. Mm-hmm. That like, you know, like. That when when a horror movie comes out that actually is, like, good enough to be a, an awards contender, yeah. people tend to try and de-horror it. They yes. kind of defang it and make it like, oh, well, Get Out's not really a horror movie. It's a social satire with blah, blah. It's like, yeah, and it's all through it's the medium of horror. It's also a horror movie. You know, or... Because there's some horrible you know, like, things that not, happen in there. You know, like, you know, like... Uh, Silence of the Lambs, like it always gets pushed into th- when it when they can avoid saying horror by pushing into thriller, they like to do that. Thriller. Yeah, like, well, I will say that, and the there act- are a little. I do call kind of draw a line somewhat between the two, but like, right. like generally speaking, like horror has almost always had some degree of social commentary, even if it's kind of weird and reactionary, mm-hmm. depending on the the movie. You know, and some like there. I mean, you look at uh, the Romero zombie movies, or you know, like are infamous for the you know, the cultural criticism angle, right? You know, and like there's like, and generally speaking, a lot of horror movies kind of play up the tropes of the era and what people are afraid of in the era. I mean, I, I don't necessarily feel that in this movie. There, you know, I guess. Well, I was much. gonna say that, like, other than I, other than a you know a, you know a riffing on just general yuppie culture and job, but it, like that's not it's not really a riffing on it so much as just showing what was popular at the well, time. Well, as far as like the movies that you and I have even watched together that are horror movies, that even before we started this podcast, I will say that. I don't think you and I have ever shown each other a movie that didn't have some purpose or mm-hmm. gone to see it. And what I, what I mean by that is 
when you showed me Night of the Living Dead. Like, that's a classic, and there's right. reasons behind it, and there and is social commentary in there. And, and it there is, is one of the rare horror movies that I really like a lot that doesn't have a bit of humor in it. That's what I was going to say. Is that like, Night of the Living very... Dead is a very serious movie. Yes. Uh, even even going into the next movie, uh, which you haven't seen, uh, Dawn of the Dead, yeah. there is a lot more of, like, a, a lighthearted touch to part, parts of it. It's still gruesome and horrifying. Yeah. You know, but it's like it's there's a lot more like humorous moments, and it's a lot there's a lighter tone in in pieces of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I I don't tend to go for just the relentless horror, but a, right. a lot of eighties horror has a, has a strong comedy like undertone to it. The other the other movie that um, basically was a defining mo- movie in my life, and we can't watch it because it was a seventies movie. Um, oh, otherwise, yeah. I would have picked it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because it is the quintessential horror movie in my world right. is The Exorcist. Right. Yes. The Exorcist is an it's an interesting movie because I think it, I think it's a benchmark horror movie, but it's not one of my favorites. No. And I and it didn't. It terrorized me. You know. You know what's weird? It's so funny that it terrorized you growing up in a largely secular Jewish household. You know, you weren't really raised religious at all. But because it was a little girl with dark hair. Wait a minute. It's another one in the classic Allie watches a movie with a little girl with dark hair who has problems. Well, yeah, and I mean, it, I mean, not to get. Yeah, not to not, not to, to analyze, not to analyze and bring it all down to to a finer point, but um, there were some there were there was a there was a pretty big um, demon in my life. That's at that true time. that no one noticed at first and nobody and, knew about and nobody knew how to really deal with once exactly. it was discovered. So yeah, you know that is that is true. There's a lot of psychology there. You know, yeah, I'm there's a lot to horror, unpack there. Uh, a lot of, yeah, like a lot to unpack. And then, then the poltergeist didn't do, do you too much better. Now did it? No, and I actually saw that one in the theater. Whoa. You were young as hell. I, I was six. Dude, yeah, I was about to say, I saw it at six on HBO, and we're about the same age, which means I saw it right when it got on HBO. You must have saw it on the tail end of Mrs. theater. Sears took us. Are you kidding? No. Wow. That is inappropriate. <laughs> I'm sorry, because I shouldn't have seen Poltergeist at six. It was rated PG, it might have been 13. Was it? It was really? not rated R. Are I remember that. Me? Yeah, I don't think it was That's rated crazy. R. Because there's no way she could have No, you're right, it isn't. No, there's no swearing. There's no swearing, and there's no. Yeah, the violence is very low. It's scary. It's not violent. And it's not even that scary as an adult. Like, Poltergeist yeah. is not a tremendously scary movie it's, it's a well ma- scary as but a well yes but it's it's a well-made movie in the horror format you know and it has moments and that mm-hmm. clown is obviously something One of the most terrifying things but uh, yeah it's like that's not really yeah as a kid everything scared the hell out of me i didn't and that's the thing is most horror that i've seen from the 80s i didn't watch in the 80s because mm, yeah, i was yeah, yeah. uh honestly the actually going back like yeah i think i i saw nightmare on elm street in the 80s i saw nightmare on elm street 3 in the 80s uh, I saw part of one of the Friday the 13th in the 80s. I can't remember which one. Um, but on the whole, I didn't really start watching horror until I was in college. I've never seen any Halloween movie. You know what? The first one is a masterpiece. The third one is insane because it hasn't done... The, the, what happened was Halloween... There's a weird thing with Halloween where John Carpenter, I think, wanted to make it an anthology series. Oh, okay. But he, they kind of pushed him to making a, a, just a straight sequel for the second Halloween movie. Uh. And then, weirdly enough, I don't think he was involved with the third one. Mm-hmm. And the third one has nothing to do with the first two. Oh, it's two. like a whole... Like, it's, it's like a retcon it, almost? No, it's nothing. It's just, it's like an anthology. It's like, here's a movie with the word Halloween in it. Oh, it's almost like they just took another movie and just titled it Halloween. Um, like the whole Michael Myers is the killer thing, which is in every other Halloween mm-hmm. movie. And like Loomis, uh, which is a... Uh, what's his name? Uh, why am I forgetting his name? Donald Pleasance. 
I literally had to go in my head to the mystery science riffs on Puma Man and be like, my name is Pleasance and I am funky <laughs> to remember his name. But Donald Pleasance is not in it as Loomis or anything. Like it's not, it's not part of the same. Uh, it, it's, you say it's like I've seen the movie. Well, no. okay. Well, <laughs> the basics of it, the Halloween, the first Halloween, all you really need to know, it's it's one of the earlier, slash, it's not the first slasher movie. There's a few other ones before it, but it's one of the earlier ones and it really kind of solidifies a lot of the form. It's a John Carpenter movie. You know, you're, you never like the John Carpenter movies I bring to you, but, uh, but, uh, but uh, trust me when I say this, it's, it's a very excellently made thrash, uh, slasher movie. It's the Jamie, Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis well, got her start Jamie, there. I knew Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, she's the she's the girl who's the nerdy girl who survives. PJ Souls from uh, you from, don't, we don't have to go through the whole from rock and roll. I'm just doing real quick. I'm just getting, these are the basics. PJ Souls from rock and roll high school plays the part of the slutty girl that dies early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Loomis is the doctor who worked with the crazy kid who's trying to trying to catch Michael Myers. Michael Myers is the crazy killer who doesn't say anything. They sometimes call him the shape. Instead of you know, mm-hmm. but it, like and that and like you know, it's just, he's a killer who kills people. And to be honest, there's diminishing returns big time on the Halloween movies. Really, I think the first Halloween is the only one that really most people consider to be like a genuinely good horror movie. Right. And the re- the rest of them are kind of and and of course it has a really great score because it's John Carpenter doodling around on a Casio, <laughs> you know, which is always which I'm saying that unironically that always ends up with a good score. <laughs> Welcome to a match made in space where Allie and John discuss every other movie but the one they watched. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna we're gonna get to it. I know, I know, no, it's, it's I do think it's important. No, I'm only joking because I do think it's important because well, number one, it really is a this genre. This is also like like yeah, I'm sorry because this is a genre that we we really don't explore very often because both you and I are kind of like Neh, about it. So I think it's yeah. important. That I've we seen talk slash. Movies. I haven't You've seen, a ton seen more than me, yeah. But I, I will say, like I said, I actually do think it's important that we kind of like talk about in, in, in and of itself. I mean, Gremlins is is a is a horror movie. Well, it's a comedically sort of. yeah. It's 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 a very horror. much you're on right. The funny it's, side. it's much more of a comedy than a horror movie. But it's directed by Joe Dante, who started out as a horror director. Right. So there are definitely. You know, I mean, so. also, he also directed The Burbs, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you can Joe Dante's that. movies. Joe Dante came out of the B B horror world. And you know, like he, like his tongue got firmer, more firmly planted in his cheek as time went on, for yeah, the most part. Exactly. So and a lot of directors did. Uh, Sam Raimi started out I, in uh, in horror. But I do feel like you know. even this movie, it's like a almost like um, it's a love note to horror films. Yes, I was gonna say this movie is a little bit more meta than some. Yes, this is definitely it's not like scream levels of meta. You know, it's no. not it's not commenting on the genre. But right. it is playing the tropes of the genre a little with a little lighter touch. Yes, this is very much. I mean, there's a lot of comedy in horror in, to begin with. A lot of they're, they're, like it's usually terrible, jokey comedy, like the comedy in this movie. Right. So, but like, you know, there is like this is definitely a little like it's it definitely it has significantly less gore than yes. you'll find in a lot in, in in most movies made around the same time as this. You know, it, it is actually pretty. Craft, it's crafted fairly well. It's, I would it's, agree. It's, 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 it's like I don't know. Um, I didn't remember how actually well crafted it was. Yeah, it's, it's because like, I was surprised because like I actually was expecting it to be. Uh, I'm trying to see what he's what else he's directed. Um, nothing really. Nothing, I've nothing really super famous. You know, you know when a stranger calls uh, April Fool's Day. I saw what you did when a stranger calls back and the Stepford husband. Mm. You know, he's he's definitely not, you know, like, he's not like a super name director. What's like, name? Fred Walton. Fred Walton. Um, so, know. yeah, but I think what's important to note is that um, when we, when John and I sat down and said, okay, you know, this, we don't want to miss it this year. <laughs> it's, you know, it's yeah. Halloween, well, yeah, you know, well, October's yeah. coming up and we missed last, it last la- year. Yeah, last, like, we weren't, we weren't recording yeah. last year. Remember, we, like, la- like, like, what, like, 
No, it's 2016. We weren't recording. God, we, go, we, we have so many long hiatuses. It's we're either on hiatus or, we're like to be honest. banging them out. Or or you're like, well, I was going to say, we're either on a hiatus during during the Halloween season mm. or you are like not feeling it. Because there was one year when you shot me down when I was like, oh, let's do Evil oh, Dead 2. Yeah, I was blah, not. Blah, and you were like, no. I was not feeling horror films that yeah. year. And that it was, probably was 2016. No, 2016, we weren't doing anything oh, until okay. we, 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 we didn't go. We, we were off from like August until Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is that we we knew we were back on schedule this year, and I said, okay, you know, I, I'm willing to do it. I said, but I'm, I, and I made him promise. I said, you know, whatever we do, I I I can't handle. We we had we had rented a movie. I don't know why we did this. So I, I had read something where somebody had recommended this movie called Audition, and I loved it because <laughs> because I loved the idea of it because well, first of all, hi actors but also because it, it's a it's a it's a foreign film it's from yeah. J- it's, 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 it's jhar it's a very well-known jhar movie and it's hella terrifying well not gory yeah oh it's brutal oh it's brutal it's though brutal. Oh, I, but you know what the funny thing is in, in in within the genre it's not necessarily as brutal as some auditions main main thing is it has the weird twist like it yes. starts out as kind of a light-hearted comedy Almost the, gross. Like, it's like it, it's like it's like a you know about a guy who's kind of an asshole and like treats women like crap, and then it turns into basically you know the last like two thirds of the movie is revenge against him for like the way his the way he the, the kind of person he, he is because he makes a mistake, you know. But audition definitely is like a movie that like it, it's yeah it, it's 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 its own little thing, and yeah that was like that was a but yeah that that kind of intense like you know and that, that Japanese horror has a lot of like very torturous torture. You know, related things in it lately. Like that seems to be. I'm and not a huge. I'm not a huge expert on that. So yeah. I'm. Speaking, the other one. We, I'm speaking a lot out of my ass. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry because I'm kind of. I don't know enough. Honestly, really I think talking. if I tell you this last movie, I if we really think back to our relationship. Now I'm not even talking to our marriage, but our relationship. We've probably named every single movie we've ever seen together that is in the horror genre. When I say this one, um, which was uh, what is it? Uh, um not the, phenomenon. No, not phenomenon. The the one with the that looks like they're looking through the the baby camera. Um, um, oh, oh my um, god! Paranormal activity. Paranormal activity. Yes. Sorry. Which I mean, which uh, again, um, I I don't support financially. No, I know because, because we know uh, somebody producer, who knows the, the producer of that movie and director of that movie. Pardon me, emotionally abused a friend of mine yes. uh, years ago in the nineties and is a bad human being. He's a bad so, person. You know. But my point is that's I I honestly think of all of the movies that we talked about. Also, today, he wears Hawaiian shirts on. Ironically, we we probably saw we probably have listed every single horror movie we've watched together probably i mean i don't think we really don't yeah, and it's not like we're people together. that watch and we don't watch it's not like we're watching movies every single night yeah we're not we're not, i'm not a big movie person but no. yeah, it's funny that we have a, we have a, a movie podcast we're way more tv but people funny, <laughs> but, it's funny, like, but really our podcast is more about talking about memories than yeah, really the true. movies itself because we don't really do like deep dives into film like the cinema like we don't talk about like the theory behind no. the movies much it's mostly how it affects us and yes. what we found entertaining about the movies um more this is true. This is true. Um, I love that we're ha- we're doing our own psychological analysis of yeah. our podcast. Hey, remember, remember that? Uh, how far are we in? We, we are 20 minutes in. We have gotten to zero minutes of movie. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? The movie itself, is. there's not a lot to it. That's so <laughs> true. But, I, mean, but I took a lot of notes. Um, no, we, we should have only got So we should probably get started. Yeah, but yes. Um, essentially, we this movie begins, weirdly enough, considering it was not really a genre at the time, it begins like a found footage movie. Yeah. Because it starts, and it, you know, and this is never followed up on at all. No. It starts by, uh, what's his name? Yeah, um, what is his name? Uh, I'm going to have to look up his character's he, the, name. It's the guy uh, from uh, Chaz. Uh, Chaz. Chaz Vyshinsky is his full name. Oh, my God. Um, 
But uh, Ch- Chaz is filming. N- Nikki's on screen, but it's being filmed by Chaz, and he's filming people. And Nikki is pretending to be Mary O'Reilly O'Toole O'Shea, and blah blah blah. She's on Springer. She's she's going to she's going to go to a convent. She's going to join a convent, and uh, b- before she goes, she wants to like fuck her brains out or something. Yeah. Like it's like she says something vulgar. Like, like she's that. on Spring Break, and it so cuts like- to there. You know, it cuts across, and he he's filming Skip and Arch. Skip is Griffin O'Neill. That is uh, Ryan O'Neill's son, uh, as I said, and uh, and Arch is Thomas Thomas Wilson. Um, TV's Biff. Well, I guess Movie. movies Biff. Movies Biff. TV's coach from Freaks and Geeks. I there guess would go. be the movie. Tom, or a guy who played a character in like eight million different computer games in the nineties. Yes. Um, but yeah, he's Tom, got a very I've mentioned, I think I've mentioned that before. Yeah, he's got yeah. a very career. But yeah, he's playing Arch. And Skip and Arch are kind of like goofy, fratty boy kind of like. Jags. They're not bad people. They're just dumb and goofy, you know. And uh, and you see a couple. It pans across a few other people. You see, um, what's it? Um, you see, um, let me. I'll forget. Kit and um, Kit and Rob. Rob, yeah. Kit and Rob. Uh, they're the couple. Um, let's see. And I, I guess we'll just introduce the characters. Uh, yeah. Lee, uh, Leah Pinsett plays Nan Youngblood. Oh, and. Uh, Rob was played by Ken Olent and Kid is played by Amy Steele, who that's a porn star name if I've ever heard one. Amy Steele is one of the characters from uh, the second uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Thirteenth, yes, I saw that. That's another movie I've never Which seen. Which is the I think the first movie where Jason's actually the real killer. Uh, you know, I've never seen that movie either. Yeah, it's been a long time since yeah. I've seen any Friday the Thirteenth movie. I can't remember which one's which. I know the hockey mask doesn't show up till like the third movie. Oh. Like, it, like the famous hockey mask isn't really in. Oh, interesting. I think he has a bag on his head in the second one, and in the first one, he's a red herring. Like, it's someone else doing the killings, and he's just the legend. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's been so long since I've seen any of them, <laughs> you know. Um, so, I, I the 90s. I haven't seen a, a Friday the 13th movie since the mid-90s. Um, so, yeah, they're they're all traveling. I think uh, they're... So, they're getting on a ferry. Because I'm trying to think who else. They're going to meet... Mo- Actually, the movie does... Well, no, the movie does begin with it begins them. Begins with them on the yeah, ferry. Yeah, it begins with them on the ferry. Well, no, it doesn't. We see we No, see it begins with first. them saying, we're going to go. No, we see, it begins with them, and then it's like, we're going to go... Like, the, the, fil- the film footage ends. We meet the other people a little later. Oh, yeah. Right? The film footage ends. It cuts to, uh, to Muffy in her house, and there's, like, a servant there, and she's, like, getting things together. She's, like, playing with, like, in a, in a basement full of mannequins, basically. Yeah. Um, you learn they're going, like, all you know is they're going to a, par- a party on an island that can only be reached by a ferry. Right. And the last ferry is leaving. You know, and that's, you know, once, once, you know, like, once the ferry's, like, they're going to be there all weekend without any way back to the mainland. Right. And I, I'm assuming it's in New England. Yeah, I mean, with a name like Muffy, it has to be. Well, it's also because at one point later in the movie, they say you can see the Kennedys from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah so yeah. I'm assuming it's somewhere, like, in, in, like, the Cape Cod area. But, like, like it's Are they at Vassar? Is that their... Vassar is the... the but isn't Vassar an all-women's school, so maybe it's other people? I don't think at that point it was still all-women. I, I can't remember, and because I'm not looking when at it. I went... But they, they did... Muffy definitely goes to Vassar. That is yes. mentioned. Um, you know, so... So, uh, let me see. So we see Muffy, and she starts to play with this um, jack-in-the-box that she finds in yeah. the basement. Um, oh, yeah, and it, and it goes to a, flashback, to a flashback of her, of her remembering a... her as a child, and, like, she's this little tiny girl, and they, they, they close up on her eyes so much she could have been a little boy for all we yeah. knew. She actually looked more like a little boy in, like, the close-ups, yeah. but, like, they were, like, super close up on her eyes as a kid, and it's, like, they have that hazy memory flashback lens going on, you know, a little Vaseline on the lens flashback, and, like, this fam- she's there opening this beautiful gift of a brand new jack-in-the-box that's now rusty in her hands when it cuts back to her now, and she's clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking, and then it comes up, and it's, like, this horrible, monstrous yeah. puppet of a demon-looking thing. And, and all we the, get to the, credits, the adults are laughing. And the, all the adults are laughing. I'm like, what an 
absolutely shitty Such gift a to shitty give a child. Gift. I mean, like, talk about a traumatic thing. <laughs> you know, so, uh, so then uh, basically we end up like, you know, we have the, the beginning where we, we, we have all the interactions. And Chaz, by the way, was the one, like, like I said, filming. You don't really see. He's the guy from Just One of the Guys. And he's he looks more like the guy at the end of Just One of the Guys than his nerdy persona throughout right. most of the movie. He's got right. his he's hair He's the all, cool guy. He's like the cool that. guy. And by cool guy, we mean kind of the dorky. spiky hair. Yeah, he's, he has spiky hair. That's basically, that's that's the equivalent of a cool guy and, and, and sunglasses. Um, and you, he's And again, it never with... comes back. The filming never comes back. He, he's flirting with Nikki, and Nikki is the um, the, the also sex the, she's also the one from Just One of the Guys. Yes, you know it's a very and um oh and and Nan Nan was we we touched upon Nan is the she's a, a theater person and a, like a, a smart girl. She's a smart girl, and she's like and she's she's a friend friend from theater uh, that she knows, and she doesn't know anybody, and she's like really reserved and. And she yeah. has her hair pulled back as in like a very virginal. Yeah, and I, and, I, and at first I thought, well, she's going to be the one to survive using the, the slasher movie things. I my first thought was that uh, that Kit was going to survive to the end mm-hmm. because you know she was the nondescript girl that right. wasn't slutty, but you know. And, but then you find out she's in then, a, she's in a couple. So, but she's in a couple, and a couple. I I always feel like the couple usually goes about what two thirds of the way mm-hmm. through the movie or something, you know. Or at least one of them does. Either that, or, unless the boyfriend goes early, then, then she, she can, then she can live. But then I'm so I'm like, well, Nan's gonna live because Nan Nan is at least to the best of our knowledge, like she seems very prudish, and usually the prudish nerdy girl does really well. Yeah. In uh, in your slasher movie. So um, um, so so we cut back now. Uh, we're on the ferry and. They're um they're about to leave and the ferryman's like we gotta go and and Kit's like wait 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 they're not here that yet that was that was yeah Rob no no Kit didn't say because Kit was coming no no Kit, no no, no it you're was right Robin no. Hal Robin yeah. Hal yeah. yeah oh Hal's the last one yeah. Harv Harvey or Hal he yeah. calls himself Hal but for some reason he's dumb enough to introduce himself as Harvey and he's like the low rent hillbilly guy but he's also he's a weird combination because he's kind of the hillbilly but he's also the '80s guy like he's the business guy too yeah. And he's he's got this weird vibe of like he kind of feels mm. like David Byrne, but he also kind of feels like Peter Krause. <laughs> yeah, you know, like he's just he's he's got that bland handsomeness, but he's also kind of weird. Right. But he's a, like but he's like a hillbilly David Byrne. Right. <laughs> you know. So so they all get on the on the thing, and it's it, it's weird. They do these intro- introductions. It's like some of them know each other, but some of them don't, don't know, know each, each other. other. And it's like it's basically it's an excuse to get everyone introduced in in such a way so you have your 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 your. Stock and the two people that are on the ferry are the ferrymen, yeah. and then a guy named Buck. Buck. Yeah. Who's like I guess his the, the assistant right hand man on and, the yeah. thing. And they're they're basically they're all fucking around, having fun on the ferry. Uh, there's this whole, like, you know, like we get just a whole bunch of nonsense for a while. Let, we don't need to go into all of it. Uh, it, it there ends up being this game that, called Stretch that uh, that uh, Skip and and Arch are playing, where Skip has a switchblade and he keeps he's like throwing it into the deck, mm-hmm. and then like and Arch has to try and lean over and pick it up while keeping his feet planted. And he keeps falling and losing and falling and losing, and they're you know, and he's getting more and more frustrated. And they have this little, they have this little altercation where Buck angrily tosses the knife, and I was literally, I mean, sorry, Arch tosses. I almost didn't mean to say Buck. Arch angrily tosses the knife, like like a you know like you know like just like rah at at skip at skip, and it hits him in the gut, Uh, and which is funny because I literally wrote down two seconds before it happens. Somebody started killing. Yeah. You know, and he falls into the water, and they're like, "Oh God!" And everyone has to dive in, and it turns out it was a prank. You know, that like they, a fairly sophisticated prank, I might add, because right. it's like he made it look like he threw it into his chest, and he had a rig and fake blood. And he fell well into done. the water, and like everyone dove into the water after him. Well, well two people two dove people. in. Well, yeah, two Buck, people dove in. Buck and uh, Buck and and, uh, and the uh, uh, 
not Ryan. What's his name? Rob 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 Jr. Almost almost Rob Lowe, sort yeah. of Kevin Bacon. Yes. Six percent of Kevin Bacon, 6% as I called him. Kevin Bacon. Um, you know, like comes in because he's got like the the eighties mullet uh, and like. And they give Chaz a hard time. Blandly eighties he, handsome. He didn't jump in, but. But uh, Buck's like, oh, we're almost there. I'll just stay yeah. in the water and like do the work that I got to do. And he's doing that, and 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 the ship goes out of control. Because um, he can't like, get the he can't get the, 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 the loop the loop of the rope over the what do you call it the, the halyard? I don't know. I know whatever. whatever the thing you the little thing you you tie on. Uh, My dad would be so your, mad. I know your dad. Not sh- knowing he's, he's yeah. shit in his pants right now that I don't know. Yeah, he's not listening. <laughs> Lord knows he's not listening. Uh, yeah, no, he just, it's, uh, yeah. he wouldn't even do Uncle Buck with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? Not that we're bitter. <laughs> oh, I am. Um, so anyway, like the, the it goes out of control. He gets. Caught between the ship and the wharf, and it tears his face up yeah. really bad. Like he comes up and, and, and he's everyone's like a pizza face, and he's got like yeah, it's like one of his eyes is dangling out, and he's like ah. And they're called. They call and, and a constable had just shown, shown up. up. Yeah, he yeah. Like, the constable, Constable Potter, had shown up. So he's like, Get, throw him on the boat. Yeah. Like you know, like so he throw they throw him on the boat, and the ferryman and and the constable and them like just zoom off because they're on the they're on the dock. Yeah, you know, like and they're leaving them on the dock. At the place, yeah, and so and, then they uh, come back, and and, and that's back. the, and then, then they're gone, like they're all gone, and they're there, like okay, I guess we're here now, and that yeah. was really terrifying. And well, Arch, the, is, Arch is like, I didn't mean to do it, you know, it wasn't, you know, like but the and, constable comes back, and they start talking, yeah, and he starts explaining, like, okay, here's the situation, I, I I'm gonna need to borrow your boat, uh, you know, because Muffy comes down at this point, yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna need to borrow your boat because, yeah, um, I have because to, I, you know, I had to leave, you know, somehow whatever, or he stay, whatever is going on, yeah, he he has to borrow the boat to take it back. Back, and there's the ferryman's gone and there's no yeah. other way around so they're like i'm sorry to leave you with no boat but this is what it is he's like do you have it she's like well there's a key under the cushion but all the keys are usually in the in the house yeah. for all of the all of the any of our oh if we're gonna if we're gonna put our checkoffs things on the table let's just go ahead and say that muffy opens a window in the basement in the opening scene for no reason which is so obviously checkoffs window checkoffs window checkoffs yeah. window and checkoffs keys yes okay and then, um, so and I thought we had Chekhov's well, but then they used it immediately <laughs> when that showed up. And then they, and they, so, so a constable leaves with their boat and they're like, yes, you're, you know, in for, you know, the weekend anyway. So they're like, all right, let's go. And they go back to the house. And then we get this one line that I love oh, yeah, because it is it. so, it's so put in there for mood, but it's like, no one would actually say this. We get Muffy, nothing bad ever happens to her. <laughs> And I think it was ADR, and I don't even think you actually see someone saying it on screen. I, I feel like it's almost like narrated over. I wonder, I, I'm not going to say who I think said it. It was a guy, whoever Well, it was. I know. But I, but, yeah. but I don't want to spoil it for the rest of the right, story. Right. So anyway, so... Um, no, I think it was one, it was supposed to be one of the, one of the people. Um, but, but, um, oh yeah, we learned Skip is a distant relative of Muffy's. A cousin. A cousin. Yeah. Like he's like, he, like, like... Yeah, like normally he doesn't know he doesn't know her very well because you know he doesn't have money and you know the people right. with money stick together and he's resentful of that fact. Yeah, he's uh, so resentful he gets drunk at, in the later. Yeah, he gets night. drunk. He, yeah, yeah. Wait, and that was funny when I realized he was an alcoholic. You know, which they allude to that he's an alcoholic and drug user. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker go die fast. Yep. Yeah, um, he's gonna be the first one I knew. So we end up with like. Um, they end up coming to the house, and there's some dumb pranks that are being played. Uh, yeah, like, like a chair. Like falling over yeah. and things. And yeah, M- Muffy greets them, and she's... Muffy's just got a bit of a spaciness to her. Yeah. You know? Um, we get... And I'm not sure exactly where in this, but we get... Um, we get uh, some some great Gen X Gen X nuclear paranoia. She doesn't have the the spaciness doesn't happen yet. Oh no no she gets spacier later. She gets spacier right. later. But, you know, she seems still kind of she's still a little like <laughs> she's still a little Julie Haggerty like maybe, at all times. Maybe but okay. um, but um, 
but like we get we get some uh, like we get some good old fashioned Gen X nuclear paranoia at one point for oh, out yeah. of nowhere. Like this is so the eighties because out of nowhere, uh, Arch you makes know, a comment about like hitting the button about like how someone place. could hit the button and kill everyone yeah. like like at any time, and we have no control over that. And their dinner is like. Beans and Franks and yeah, like, it's like very there's funny. a really there's a gross double entendre about getting the wiener out, which immediately cuts to a hot dog sliding out of a package. So it's gross. pretty vile, yeah. you know. But they're having this dinner, and like, and I gotta say, I was not expecting a Boswell quote. Oh no, you know, like she's quoting James, from James Boswell's Life of Samuel Johnson mm-hmm. <laughs> on her on her toast. Um, anyway, yeah, like so they 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 have some they have all you know they they all find their rooms. There's a there, there's a thing where you learn that. Um, that Muffy used to date Arch. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, and it's like, is it okay? Like, you know, like, and, and she's like, aren't you still into him? And, he, and she says, oh, he's, Arch is great, but he only has two moods, two, two expressions, collar up and collar, collar down, down, which I thought was a pretty great line. That was, yeah. I, I, that was good enough to write, to, to write down. And then, and then and we uh, get like, we get a lot of good natured gay, ho- gay panic horseplay with yeah. them. I don't, I don't even know if it's really gay panic. It's a lot of them pretending to be gay, like as a joke. As a joke. Yeah. You know, and this, like, it's that's a probably weird, the most homophobic. Yeah. It's, it's very eighties, you know, in its own way, you know, like the people sharing their rooms. Um, um, and Hal keeps trying to. So Hal is into Nikki, but Nikki is into Chaz, and Chaz, which is weird because Chaz seems like the guy. Who should, Chaz is borderline a ducky. I, he's supposed to be the cool guy, but he is so not. And Chaz is also into Nikki. <laughs> yeah, well, Nikki, <laughs> Nikki's the sex pot, and yeah. yes, and yeah, I know. I well, like, he's into the bed about a foot south of Nikki. Yeah, well, we'll <laughs> we're get talking to that. about. Oh that my scene. god, that's such a weird thing. But so as they go to their rooms, they start to find some of these things. So yeah, and it's like a montage of what or are essentially very vaguely creepy pranks because they're like they're things that are clearly targeted for people. And by the way, if uh, I don't know, I don't know if uh, I don't know if when Arch finds the drug stuff, if that was supposed to be, be for Skip, for Skip, yeah, because Arch doesn't have a drug problem and it's never alluded to, and that's right. the only one that doesn't seem to match. I think Arch and Skip were supposed to share a room. Supposed to share a room. That's right. Yeah. Um, and you see, like, like Hal finds a bunch of stuff about car accidents. A bunch we of don't know articles. what actually happened. We don't. But... Yeah, we never know what actually happened, but there's yeah. obviously like, and uh, Nan hears a tape of a crying baby. You know, like there's this crying baby that she traces to a tape player, like one of those little tiny yeah. dictating tape players. Um, I think it's a regular cassette. Or, yeah, it's well, just a small, but it's a small tape recorder. Mm-hmm. It's still a dictating one. Mm-hmm. It's just not like really. It's not a micro cassette, but yeah. Like I'm trying to think. Uh, I feel like there's one more. Worth, oh, um, oh, the, the a, well, that one's not. That one's just silly. Where she but, pulls out the 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 bondage stuff. Well, yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, she yeah she pulls out the bondage. So Nikki stuff. pulls out bondage stuff, and and then there's a whole thing with a uh, with. Kit and Rob, where they can't turn the lights, lights off. Lights off, right? Uh, you know, and like he has to end up. He ends up. Although that's Chekhov's lights. That is Chekhov's lights. That is. And true. it is a little bit of Chekhov's uh, bondage stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the stuff. The only reason that that the 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 thing that becomes important and becomes a real like issue is the is the tape. The tape yeah. comes back. Yeah, the tape does come back. But like, so then we get like we're starting to get all, we're getting real close to some body count. Yeah, it's getting uh, close. First, I thought it was going to be Rob because Rob was alone on the dock for a while yeah. in silhouette and people were looking at him, you know, but then like he came back. Yeah. Uh, around this point, Skip disappears and uh, Arch is kind of walking around. he's been drinking. And, and he's been drinking and Arch kind of walks around looking for him and Arch wanders in and this is when he wanders in on uh, Chaz and, and Nikki having what is, I guess, I guess Chad is putting the penis in his chest into her because like he is, like there, it's an obvious like thrusting I thing, mean, but like they're, like... 
his crotch is a good foot below her. Like you it's know. a Joni and Chachi situation. Mm-hmm. It's not even that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not. He's go basically fuck fucking. Go the, fuck a couch, Chachi. I mean, he's basically fucking the bed. Like he is not having sex with her. Yeah. Like I don't know where what part yeah. of her body. Yeah, like her. Yeah, like literally her. Like she would cr- her crotch be... is literally about like is like maybe like around maybe his solar plexus. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere it's in that area the weirdest position you know, is, I've like, ever seen you know, her legs are in the air and everything like that but it's like literally there's nothing there's, there's no, no way there's no there's like it's it's like I think he's I don't I don't even think he's at first base yet <laughs> like he's bunted like it's it's a bunt rolling towards the foul line and the fielder's just waiting it out I, I'm telling you if you can find that is the still shot that would be I'm what not I would gonna oh god no I, no, <laughs> so bad no. um yeah so uh yeah also, he, this movie does not have any nudity no, it has like almost nudity. The movie has the hint of nudity. Which yeah, is, when she re- leans out of the window at one point, like yeah, I think this like, movie's got to be PG thirteen. Oh, it's got to be. PG-13. I don't even think it had. We had a PG thirteen rated. Then, yeah, we did. We? It was oh, 1986. Okay. We had a, you had a PG thirteen. But yeah, it's definitely not an it R movie. It is rated. No, it's a rated R. It is rated R. Huh. I, probably for the violence. Maybe. Even though the, the, the violence is fairly. Or maybe minimal. the language. The language and violence, and I mean, I mean, it, there's sexual situation. True, that might but I don't think it. you. I, I swear to God, I don't think you see any actual. You movie. don't. You don't even see one. You don't even say a nip. There's not even a nip slip. Not even a nip slip. There, yeah, we'll, we'll. Yeah, yeah, because um, we'll find out about that in a minute. Um, so uh, poor old, poor, poor old uh, drunk guy Skip wanders off, and this is where we see the first of the actual deaths. Uh, like, first of all, like, he apparently decides to wander into the death shed. Yeah, because that's where you go. It's like, like, he wanders wanders into this creepy-ass shed by the wharf. Like, it is so obviously a murder box. Mm -hmm. I have no idea why anyone, no matter how drunk they were, would ever go in that just to be by themselves. You know, like, at night. (laughs) Like, you know, in a fairly unlit rural area. It, It is a murder shed. Um, and then we do like the, it, we do the most classic horror double fake ever, which is the he gets uh, it, it turns out to be a cat yep. to release the tension. Although the cat like leaps at him, <laughs> it's like it's like someone threw a stuffed cat at him and said, mm-hmm. and then like basically, and I was I, I was like like the moment that happened, I was like wait for it, and I was yep, like counting backwards comes. from ten yep. because then he is dragged off and, and you know and obviously killed. Yeah. You know, and then the next morning we wake up, uh, we, we do it, Hal's out on the, like, just Hal's out working out on the, uh, on the, on the dock doing, bending his little weird wiggly exercise, you bendy know, thing. bendy thing. And he looks over and Nikki leans out of the window in her shirt. And this is, I have to say, there's some, I, I, I'm impressed with the structural integrity of the double-sided tape that, yeah. had, that had to have there held There was some good wardrobe on. tape. Because she reaches and stretches and it opens as far as it can go without actually showing any, any like, body amazing. part. It's pretty amazing. You know, and then he sees her and she darts back in. So everyone in the morning's kind of hungover. I, 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 so the first night of, of pranks and goofiness has... It, Oh, and there's also a running thing where the faucets are coming off and the doorknobs are coming off. Yeah, it's like uh, the basic things you find. The faucets spraying yeah. and the doorknobs are coming yeah. off. So, um... But, um, so everyone, the next day, they can't find Skip, but they're like, whatever, he probably nobody's seen, off. Nobody's seen, no, actually, everybody sees Muffy, she's downstairs cooking something, but, like, her hair's all disheveled, and, and she, she, she seems weird. She seems weird, like, like, maybe yeah. she got, like, like, and she like, seems very drunk, shocked to see them, and, yeah. Drunk and laid, and yeah. very, yeah, shocked to see them, and she runs upstairs and said, you know what, I'm not dressed yet, and she, like, flies past right. them. And then, so, so they, but then, um. 
So Rob and Kit go off somewhere and they go to the murder shed, which is not. But as, they want to go have sex. Not, so. They want to go fucking the murder shed. You know, like, you know, they want to fuck in front of a corpse. Yeah. Uh, so they they go don't the, know that yet. Oh, I know, but it's still, it's a murder shed. They have to assume there's a corpse in there. Mm-hmm. I, look, the best case scenario is is basically that Arnold's going to come in and take a bunch of saws off the wall and kill and kill all of Arius's men. Actually, it's, it's, it's going to be Alex and Joe get stuck in that shed with a corpse next to them during their wedding day. Oh, okay. From Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Oh, remember, we have another podcast. No, we don't. Called Hard Grey's Night. No, it's canceled. That's going to start again. No, it isn't. Yes. No. Okay. Anyway, so they like basically they're having sex in this little and like the the, the slot the slats on this uh, this shed are, are still are over the lake. You can see through them. And while they're having sex, Kit turns her head and sees uh, sees uh, Skip's corpse. God, God, everyone's name is so it's funny. so bad. Everyone's name is so eighties. Sh- Shonda came. No, up no, Shonda wouldn't do this. This is eighties guy yeah, names. Yeah, it's true. It's like Arch and Skip and Chip and Chet and Chart and Chort. So it's not Thatcher. Thatcher no, Gray. No. Thatcher Gray. No, stop it, stop it. We're not we're, we're not mentioning Shauna Land again to this episode. Um, so they, so they they scream. They're like, "Oh my god, ah, Skip!" You know, and you see it's like his corpsey body floating by through the slats, and it, it looks like it goes by them three times yeah, in a row because really of the way bizarre, it's shot. Yeah, you know, um, as they go running out, and then and, uh, like, and meanwhile, Nan is confronting uh, confronting Buffy, Muffy, Muffy. Sorry, her name is Muffy. So, Biff and Chad. Biff, Chad, yeah. Muffy. There's no Schmuffy. Chad in this movie. It just feels like there's. It feels a Chad. like there's a Chad. Well, it's a Chaz. There's a Chaz. There's yeah. a Chaz. I'm surprised there's no Chet. Yeah. Like, like I would have loved if <laughs> I would have loved if Bill Paxton just showed up as Chet from Weird Science. That would have been hilarious. Just like not not even changing the character at all. He just comes uh, in as the the guy that. So they, but into. they find out. Yeah, they they come running up and screaming. Uh, <laughs> you know about the thing. I, How I think do they do it, it again? Chet. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'm waving my hands. You, don't see that. <laughs> you know, and they're talking about, you know, like, and, and everyone's like, what, what? And they decide they're all going to go out and look for him. And you see. Because um, they ask if and has anybody they, seen Skip. And because, and because they are the dumbest Scooby-Doo ass motherfuckers around, they immediately split up. Yeah. And Arch, like, takes, like, what? I don't, looks like a table leg. I don't know what he grabbed. Yeah. But it's like, he's basically got, like, a makeshift club made out of some sort of white wood. Yeah. And you see him, he wanders off by himself. There's some, there's people wandering around looking. They're all separated. Long story short, Arch falls into a snare and is hung up by his leg as as someone's pet snake pretends to strike him over yeah. and over again. And then you see like a booted foot come and slide the snake out of the way. And Arch looks confused, like and you absolutely terrified. Conf- and and like you yeah. kind of look, and then like it cuts away. So yeah. and the thing is, by the way, Arch was wandering so deep into what looked into the like this this area of the woods that I swear to God, it looked like indoor. I thought he was gonna get killed by Ewoks. <laughs> Like, he was like, in the wood set. So we've got now body counts up to two. Wait, not so, counting, not counting Buck. Okay, but hold on. Like but, it's probably right. dead. But also, you know? but also, um, so so well, well, the constable calls from there and he says that that he's. Oh know, yeah, Buck's okay. Yeah, yeah Buck's they know okay. Buck's okay. I mean, he's not well, but he's okay. But I was gonna say that um, that uh, Nan is confronting Muffy about this tape, and it, you know, you, you yeah, that's what we get. Yeah, yeah, you get you get the sense that you know why she's being confronted by it, but we don't have confirmation about it it's, until later. It's, it comes up. Yeah, essentially, it co- what it comes up is that Nan had an abortion, and she thought it was incredibly poor taste to confront her about this. You know, to use it as a to prank. use it as a prank. Yeah, you know, like and Muffy know. apparently is one of the only people that knew about it. Yes, so that's why. So it was um, a really it was it was a bad so, and bad taste. So. Basically, they all get together. They're, they come back to, and again, I want to point out, they should have expected the murders to start because they're staying in the Clue House. Right. <laughs> you know, so they, they, they come into like, you know, this, they come into the house and they, like, they're like, they like, oh my God, oh my God. They're calling the constable about it. And he's like talking like how he can't, he, you know, he can't get back there. 
you know, whatever. Or, or do they call the constable at this point? I don't think they've called. No, them they haven't because they haven't found anybody yet. Yeah. That's right. The only one yeah. they, they, they're they're just like, you know, what are we gonna do? Where's everybody? And, and uh, but they turn on. Uh, uh, Muffy goes to turn on the water, and the and water the water won't work. And she's, she's like, she wants to make everybody tea. Right. And and she goes. She goes back. back with a stack of tea, like yeah. five boxes of tea, like a big thing of Tetley and yeah. some Twinings and all. And this. Kit comes in and she's like, all right, I'll I'll make it. And she goes to start pour, and the, and there's the water coming out is brown. Yeah, and she's like, oh, the well's messed up, like. We have we to go to a well. well. The main is Obviously, the main is the main yeah. is broken. You know, so we're gonna have to go to the well. So, and, uh, uh, so Nikki and Hal go to the well. Go to the well, and like they go, they go up to the well, and basically, immediately, the bucket falls into the well, and then immediately, uh, the Nikki, Nikki drops the flashlight into the well by mistake after making fun of him for dropping the bucket, and then like she's like, "Well, there's a ladder you can climb down to the well." And he's like, uh, "No," and she's like, "Well, I'll do it." You yeah. know, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And she goes down into the well, and in the well, immediately two heads roll up. Arch and Skip. She starts screaming, screaming, screaming. He's like climbing down to try and get her. Oh, oh, oh the thing broke. Like the, the rung the broke when she was climbing down and she fell off. Of the, it broke in the fakest way yeah. possible. So she just went, fell backwards, yeah. like with, with both of her hands on the rung. Yeah. But, um, and he's trying to climb down to get her. And then all of a sudden, boom, her body floats up. Like man's, man's body, body floats, floats up. up. They're freaked out. They both survive this, though. Yes. They, they get away. They get out. They they get away, but now they know that they're down to th- they've got three dead. They they know three of them are dead confirmed. because they've now they've confirmed we've got three dead. In know. the meantime, so they get home and and the boys start um, uh, uh, and, trying and, to call. The oh, and Kit Kit. This is where Kit uh, finds the obvious clue around this time because my next note is is yeah. this. Um, while looking around, oh no no, I think the constable happens before this. Yeah, so they try to, they find they do get through to the, the they do get through. Um, they leave a message and the constable calls back and he says, you know, basically Rob, Rob answers the phone and all you hear is him say Muffy. And then he's like, okay, I understand. He said, the constable said that he's going to come back and he's going to throw a flare and then we'll see him and we should all stay together and nobody should go alone because we don't know what's going on or who's here. So, um, and then later on you find out Rob tells them that, um, the constable said that nobody should split up because, you know, they don't know who the killer is, but also Muffy has some, like, issues. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like, don't, it's like, don't trust anyone, especially not Muffy. Muffy. And, and then, and then, let me go back real quick yeah, yeah, to one yeah, of the things yeah. I was going to say, but before that, we, because it's going to come up later yeah. in the movie, and I, we never mentioned sure. it. Sure. Is in uh, Robin Kitt's room, oh. they, there was a painting with the eyes cut out and two eyes moving back and oh, forth. Oh, yeah. And they, they take it down, yeah, yeah. and it, like, it's and. It's one and, of those Felix cat. Yeah, it's one of those Felix the Cat uh, little things. Where the know. eyes go back and forth, you know, so in they, clocks. So they're like, oh God, you know, you know, they, they get rid of, like, I just wanted, because that does come back that later, come and back I realized later. that, you know, like I needed to get Chekhov's painting out of the way. Um, so meanwhile, they're looking through the house, like trying to lock all the windows and doors, uh, you know, like, you know, like, and of course they keep immediately split up after he says don't, like, they're all running around. Instead of going and, as a group and like right. checking everything, they're all... They're all going to separate places. And Muffy has is the one that breaks it. She's like, I need to go. Well, to no, 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 no. I'm, oh. I'm not. I'm not oh, we're not there yet. We're not up to that. Oh, okay. No. Uh, uh, basically, there. Muffy catches Kit in. Oh, right. In her parents' room. In the in the in the and, study. And she, in the, in the in study. And because he sees the picture of the two kids. Yeah, there's two two little kids. Yeah, you know, and um, 
I just realized something. Never mind. I, I just realized something I said later. Like it's obviously something else. Uh, something I said earlier in the podcast. Yeah. I, I, don't worry about it. Um, so like like we kind of like oh, I, I wrote okay twins got to be you know yeah, in yeah, the notes yeah. right here because it's, it's like it's like it's 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 fairly obvious. So we go back to the room now. Everyone's arguing about like you know what to do and everyone doesn't. Everyone's instantly on each other's nerves. Yeah. We've got a night of the living dead situation now. Yeah. You know or like it, like everyone's on each other's nerves and everyone's arguing and then it ends up like it it, it gets started with Muffy saying she's gonna go sleep in her room right you know and and everything and then and then like idiots everyone separates immediately because they they, right. they none of them want to be around each other so nikki and chaz go off into their room and rob and kit and yeah. hal are going to stay together but then but then rob says maybe we should go up to the attic so that we oh and can... also rob has been very sullen because oh like, yeah we we learned like during the jokey part at the beginning that like he's not like he's been told there's no way he's gonna get into med school which was his plans yeah like he's just not serious enough i think his dad told him that yeah i thought it was the guidance counselor maybe the guidance counselor yeah like well, whatever it's they're in college whatever they're they, you know yeah. like whatever the, the the college equivalent his advisor or yeah. something like basically he was told he wasn't serious enough and so he's really depressed yeah. because he doesn't like he's been he's been advised to not even follow his dreams. Sorry, J- Jordan, you can't hit that. See, see, microphones they they respond yeah. to you hitting things. He's laughing. He's at your laughing face. at my face. Um, Thanks, buddy. So, so oh, and oh, and also just another thing, just to, because like it's going to come up later is during their opening dinner, everyone had a little a little doll and a creepy doll, oh, like yeah. Barbie doll style doll in front of their place place setting that represented them, um, which was very strange. Um, so anyway, they all separate again. Ha- Hal slash Harvey is by himself on the stairs with a pistol that he had brought with him. Right. Uh, we have um, uh, Nikki and Rob are not Nikki and Rob. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki and, Chaz and Chaz are, going are off in to the other. To, Kit and Rob are going off to the other to, to the, their room. No, no, no Kit no, and no. Rob are going up to the attic. To the attic. To that's watch right. For the to watch for the flare. For, yeah, they're going to try and get the view from the attic. Um, and. Um, and and, uh, uh, and, and and Muffy is by herself, right? And Nikki and Chaz are going off to have sex. And, and Nikki and Chaz are going up, and and Chaz puts on some of the bondage masks and like. The, no, actually, Nikki Nikki freaks out and decides she's going to leave. Remember, she yeah, starts to pack, and he's trying to get her to light. Up. Right. And it, like his argument is so weird, yeah, because she's trying to leave and you know like you know get packed and whatever, and he's, and he's like, like, "Well, how are you going to get out of here?" And, and, and like, he's telling her to lighten up, which yeah. is like the wrong like I like the good advice. She shouldn't leave on her own, right? But the good advice is, no, we need to stick together as a group. Right. You know, like, nobody Lighten leaves up. the house. You saw a bunch of people dead. So Lighten what? Up. Lighten up. Lighten yeah, it's up. like, shut up, Chaz, shut you up, fucking Chaz, idiot. imbecile. You know. So um, he puts on one of the bondage masks mask to kind of like joke teasing, with her. Yeah. joke with her. And he's laying on the bed, you know. Like and she's completely. she's running around the... And she's running around packing. She leaves. To, and She goes to leave. Goes to leave. And then she comes back for something. I can't remember why. She has to come put her shoes on. Oh, she comes back to put her shoes on. And she and Chaz and he's is laying on the bed. laying the bed with his hands over his groin. And she's like, Chaz, you, oh, you couldn't even wait. You know, and like yeah. she's giving him shit. And she's like, move your hands. You know, and she moves her hands. And like, and then like, basically there's a hole, a bloody hole in his crotch. Yeah. Like apparently his dick got ripped off. Right. And so he is like, he's dead. And she shrieks and turns, and then you see the door closes behind, closes trapping her in or something. I can't remember exactly, but she, she's screaming and it yeah. cuts, and you're like, oh, well, she's dead too. Yep. You know, so. Um, then we were back up in the back, attic. Back up in the attic, and uh, that, that that's when the, they're looking for the flare. They're looking around, and that's when they find the dolls, first of all. They find a bunch of dolls, and the dolls are all their dolls are all there, posed in ways that where their bodies were found. Right. And they see the dolls that were representing Nikki and and Chaz, Chaz laying there covered in blood on a bed together. Right. You know. And they see. And then they Arch see. And, and then and, and then Nick. they see on the wall. Yeah. Marks of height of two children, not just Buffy, 
Buffy and Muffy, and they're about the same height. Yeah. And they're like, she has a twin sister. Yes. Named, you know, and that's when they figure out her twin. And that's when they, they, they get some sort of like, some sort of, is that when they, no, they don't, they don't get the call yet or. No, they see the flare. They see the flare. So they run. Oh, yeah, running. no, they see the flare, and they're going to run to get to the flare. Oh, and they find Harvey dead hanging. Yes. Like well, I, well, on the way down, they, go, they start to get everybody they try together. To get, they're trying to get everybody, and that's when they, they find their dead bodies. Yeah. They find Harvey is hanging from a noose um, dead with his feet tied he's up. He's in Muffy's room. And he's in Muffy's room. And then they find Chaz, and they find, um, yeah. what's her bucket? And they're like, oh, God, we got to get out of here. And they're like, yeah. they're, they're sprinting. They go to the boat, and the boat is there. The constable's not there, but the boat's there, but there's no key. Yeah. And they're looking, and they find a note. And the note mentions, and from context clues, they figure out she's been in an institution for the last three years. She's, you know, she's escaped. She's she's heading there. And Kit goes, well, this can't be this Muffy. Can't be. Muffy's been at Vassar. Yeah. But, yeah, and that's when, they, that's when they realize the twin thing. Actually, they realize it because they go to the basement. They, oh, that's in the, the basement. basement. The numbers are in the basement. Oh, yeah. okay, that hasn't happened yet. That's yeah. in the basement. She's like, this doesn't make yeah, any but sense. But of because, course it's yeah. a Buffy. That's yeah. like, and the, hence yeah. me saying Buffy and Muffy yeah. mistake. Yeah. Right. So, the, but, um, they, <coughs> so they run, they have to go back to the house. And they realize the house is basically all the doors all, have been, all the doors have been locked, but they find a basement window. Yep. And they sneak in through the Chekhov's open basement window. They sneak in through the open basement window, and that's where they find. That's in the basement. That's where they find uh, the the charts of the Muffy and Buffy. And they see the painting again, and behind the painting are some blue eyes. And they move the painting, and it's just Muffy's head. Yep. You know, and they're like, ah, screaming, and they realize, oh god! They, and then they see outside of the window, they see they see Buffy with you know with a knife. I no, think. no, she's she's um she locks them in. Oh, she locks them in. That's with right. A, with a, that's right. She well, with a hammer and nail. With a hammer and nail. That's right. Yeah. She nails it. That's right. I'm she sorry. nails it yeah, shut. She, right. she, she nails and it then, shut. So they run upstairs to the kitchen because they're like, yeah, we they're, gotta they're find these out. keys. And and they're they're trying to find the keys. They're in the kitchen, and he's in the, like the kitchen cabinet, the kitchen closet, and and Buffy's outside the door trying to get in with a big knife. With a big knife, and she's using the knife to like trigger the lock because yeah. apparently there's not a deadbolt on yeah. it. Yeah. You know, apparently it's just, and so the knife is sliding, and and and, and all kid of a sudden, is screaming. And Rob gets locked into. Rob gets knocked in, like the closet doors get like knocked closed, and he's locked in the closet. Yeah, and, and Buffy and gets in. Buffy gets in, and she's chasing, she's chasing kid around, and kid is screaming for mercy, and you know, and like she's just staring, and you know, chasing and chasing and staring, and and Rob is banging on the door, saying, "Kid, I love you, kid, I love you," and Buffy races into another room, and the rest of the cast is there. And they're all silent. That's right. That's right. They're all silent. It's very weird and creepy. You know, here's where the spoilers happen for the movie. So if you have gotten this far and you really don't care, keep listening. If not, guess what? We're spoiling it. Um, This is all a gigantic April Fool's joke. It's been a setup. It's been a setup from the very beginning. Although the only people who are in on it were, and and in there, everyone's there. The constable's there. Buck is there. Oh, Buck shows up. Oh, I forgot. Buck shows up. Oh, yeah. Uh, busts in the door to uh, to 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 Rob, and his face is all messed, messed up, up, and he's screaming, and Rob, he's yelling, and he pulls his face off and sticks, sticks it, to it to Rob, Rob, and Buck's face is fine under it around that point, and like, and everyone's there, the ferryman, the 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 constable, all the all the victims, they're all there, and they all they all have a good laugh, and it turns out this whole thing was a setup to get Muffy. Uh, to you know, like Muff, Muffy, Muffy's mother died, and and, and, and she's going to inherit this house when she turns twenty one. But the problem is that in order the taxes, the taxes and, are really expensive, and she like can't she's not going to be able to afford this house because there's no, there's not enough income. 
and the ha- they're going to lose. The- and she's trying to figure out a way. She save the house. And she was trying to show her one of her relatives or her something. Father. Her father, like one of like that. There's a way to turn a profit. And what she was going to do is turn it into like a bed and breakfast. That's like a country in with mud- like, like with a murder, murder a murder themed horror. She's like, I needed a rehearsal. And so she and like and and. The only people in on it were again all the all the townspeople people, and also it turns out Skip was in on it because Skip is not her cousin. Skip is, is the child twin, is her twin, twin brother. brother yep. You know, and that actually was probably the little boy's face yes. in the flashback. Now that I realize, but also, I, I, I realize I didn't think about that all the way through. But also the the other thing to remember is she's. Um, he didn't know everything. He only he knew he only he only told everybody that he was a distant cousin to do the the setup on the ferry. Oh, the that's ferry. right. And oh I, no, that's right. He didn't know the rest of it. Nobody knew. Yeah, and then every, like basically for, everyone's murder was a fake joke to like you know like I guess they were all told once it happened like yeah. hey this is fake don't yeah. worry about it you know like you know like and so like so you know it, it ultimately like it's this whole big thing and it turns out like uh, the constable is an actor well the, the constable's Buck, her uncle uh, constable's her uncle the, Buck is, a, is Buck a makeup artist Buck is a makeup artist so he makes all the faces and, and all the stuff and the ferryman's the real ferryman yeah. and he was all like proud he's like did I do okay yeah, you know and so everything cute. like yeah, that and, so cute. and so it turns out and meanwhile Nan is actually still fucking pissed off yeah. looking because you know it's still and she said and she's like and I realized I went a little too far with some of your personal backstories by the way Harv how he apparently did get into a bad car accident yes I don't know if it killed anyone yeah. but like you know like there's a scene where he's like everybody gets an accident earlier yeah, in the movie yeah. and, and Chaz is like I haven't yeah. you know uh, you know so it's but um, like she's like I'm sorry I went a little too far with one of the uh, the personal uh, thing pranks and, you know, yeah. and I feel really bad for that yeah you know, so it's all over and everyone's having, you know, like, and then this movie just decides to keep going. Well, yeah. And they have this like big party then, you yeah, know, they're like, all like celebrating. The champagne comes out and flows freely. I mean, they literally pull the heads out and they're yeah, like, like drinking, they're drinking, they're drinking the, the heads and they're drinking the heads. And I keep then, thinking the credits are going to roll and, and then Muffy, they're not. And Muffy is just like super duper drunk. And then we know there's an, and then we realize, okay, there's another twist going on. Yeah. There's something else. There's obviously another twist. So Muffy goes up to her room by herself and you see the noose hanging down, which is actually very funny. She like pulls it down and she's laughing and she throws it. And, and then she looks. She's spilling champagne. She has a bottle of champagne still. And she looks over on the bed and there's a present. And she's like, oh. Because it actually is her birthday. Yeah. And so she goes and opens the present. And it's a jack-in-the-box. inside the box. it's a jack-in-the-box. Because it's a pristine the, one. And she mir- it, it, it mirrors the opening where she's there turning it. But then she stops and she's like... Because like I don't know that I really want to see this this weird like like because she's been horrified before and then she picks it up again to twist it and out of nowhere Nan comes up behind her with a knife and slits her throat and then the triple switch happens because Nan holds up the knife and it's a fake knife with the blood and spatters. Buffy's screaming and she's like wait no it's just fake blood on her neck and and Nan, and, and, says, and Nan smiles and then it cuts to the Jack in the Box which winks at us. And then we get credits. And yes, the whole movie is an April Fool's prank. It turns out it's not a horror movie at all. It turns out it's just a movie. Yep. <laughs> you know. So we have been pranked by April Fool's Day, all of us. And so this it, is why I hate April Fool's Day jokes. Yes. Because, I like Because it, you wanted real murder. Actually, I was real annoyed. I was actually mildly annoyed that, the, that none of the murders were real. But I mean, I was like, oh, that's clever. But I was like, God damn it. Okay, but I, I, I want to say, like, we, I never liked April. I don't like pranks. Like, I, they, no, I they freak me out. I don't like them. I, I, I'm too naive and you, I believe you things. You mean telling okay. lies and, and calling that a practical right. joke Right, and so I'm not a fan of that stuff. So I like that you and I took back April Fool's Day. Yeah. <laughs> what? What happens on April 1st every oh, year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean because I proposed to you on April Fool's mm-hmm. Day. Yes. So, yes, we did. We did take it back. We, we took it back. It's our special day. The best part about that is I could have easily done a terrible yeah. April Fool's prank. Well, you started to with and the... With for the record, this has all been a prank. We're not really married. Ah! 
Jordan, here's an actor. How you doing, lady? <laughs> He's going to start smoking a cigar now? <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Um, <laughs> Sparky. Sparky and Jordan have switched. <laughs> Spar- oh, Sparky's actually three mice in a costume. <laughs> I don't know why that made you laugh so hard. So anyway, that's the that's the end of the movie, and I guess I guess now's the time when we go ahead and ask our very famous questions. Okay, okay, Allie, yes, John. Was it worth revisiting? It was worth revisiting, and I'm actually surprised it was. I, I honestly didn't think it was going to be as mm-hmm. kind of entertaining as it was, and and I I even remember this. I've seen this movie multiple times because I think it was one of those that was on like mm-hmm. Showtime or whatever, like mm-hmm. over and over again. So I've seen a lot of this movie a lot, and I remember a lot of it. But um, it's really the setup is done very well. It's actually the you know you if you don't know. You you are you are surprised at the end. I honestly, yeah, like I I honestly did not expect the twist ending. Yeah, because I actually was expecting it to just be a regular horror movie, right? And it was following the regular horror tropes very exactly. well. Exactly, it did a really nice job with that, and I thought it was great a great job um, making that choice. And and yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, like all the clues that the movie had seeded in for us to figure out what was going on were actually clues that she, as the character, had seeded in correct. to help to help na- like she because she was actually impressed that Kit and Rob figured it figured the whole thing. Yeah, she out. was so excited. She's like, obviously, it worked because you yes, you did it figure out. it out. Yeah. You know, you got the, you caught all the clues. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was great. So I loved that. Um, I, I liked that. I li- and again, I like movies that are more on the clever side of in the horror genre mm-hmm. or like know what they're doing or tongue in cheeking it or whatever mm-hmm. just because I don't like those kind of, and right. I certainly don't like April Fool's Day jokes mm-hmm. so for me it was actually great because in the end it you know it all turned out okay very positive and happy but I actually really did like it and I, I, I mean do I think the acting was great no do I think it was like some brilliant you know movie no. that's gonna like change the nation no but I, I thought it was no it was still very it was still very much like it was low, a low, low like, budget not, lo, not, not truly yeah, low like budget 80s, it was released by Paramount yeah I mean it was but it's like, an you know, 80s you know it was, it was a five million dollar movie yeah that made 12 million dollars box office it was so great it did, like, it did, yeah, it did, did what it job. needed to do did a job and that, so there you go. So that was my, you know, yes, I definitely think it was, it was fun. It was a little, it was a little romp and it was fun mm-hmm. worth revisiting. Cool. Yeah. What about you? Was it worth watching? You know what? Yeah. I actually, I thought it was actually a lot of fun. It was, it, it was not exact. Like again, the twist ending, I was a little annoyed at the twist ending because I kind yeah. of really did want to see these horrible teens get suffer. Yeah. You know, I actually thought Tom Wilson went out a little too early. I was kind of mm-hmm. sad about that. You know, I thought, I thought like, because Tom Wilson is actually a legitimately funny actor. Yes. And can, like, and he, and he was playing a great, like, Goobus, you know, like his character was kind of a do like a doofus. It was, it was kind of funny. It was kind of weird to see uh, what's his name who played Chaz, you know, who was in Girls Just Want to Have Fun. No, like and just one of the guys. You know what? You don't know. Maybe he was also in Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Was not. <laughs> maybe maybe he maybe he played one of the plastic things in uh, in her hair in that no, movie. He was not. No, um, okay, uh, but but like in that movie, you know, he was like the guy who was supposed to be kind of likable and like yeah. a decent human being and like a serious sort of minded person. Yes. And in this movie, he was actually playing. A D bag, and I kind of wanted him to suffer a lot more. I mean, getting his dick ripped off was pretty good. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but, but like I felt like he could have suffered a little more. I mean, they were, uh, they were like not they were not terrible people, but considering they were, their yeah. situation. Yeah, none either. of yeah. But it was all a bunch of rich, yeah, like you know, it was a bunch of rich people. Like like Tom Wilson of all people talked about his, their privilege yeah. at one point. Yeah, he made a comment about it. He's like, "Here we are, these privileged guys, and we're you know going through this." What I was like, "Damn, they actually used yeah. the privilege word, the p yeah. word." I mean, every one of them was, like, none of them were poor. They no. were all going to really high-end schools. Yeah. They were all, like, none of them, like, came from a very poor background. Yeah, nobody was. Um, like, possibly uh, Nahan. Skip, Skip was about the only one. Yeah, but Skip was not really poor. He was just pretending to be poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, you know, like, it, 
But it was it was definitely like yeah, it was like, definitely like. Ever, here's a question: If he's her twin brother, why is she getting the house? And I, not? you know what, I thought about that well, and I decided it was better not to. Well, here's my thought: thinking if he really did have a drug problem and really did have well, a, an alcohol problem, maybe that's why. Uh, and uh, and uh, oh, now we're ready for the trivia part. I just realized. Yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, it was worth watching, and uh, you know, it was it was it was it was it was well constructed. It was you know it was it was again not a lot of gore, but it was shot well. It was constructed well. The tension was actually pretty. Good yeah. for like an '80s horror movie with of that of, of that vintage, but there's a little bit of weird trivia about this. Okay, the novelization of it uh-huh. that came out afterwards because it was it, since it was a major studio release, they did release a novelization of it, and apparently the original version of the novelization, which was pulled, apparently at least according to Wikipedia, uh-huh. you know, House of All Lies. Let me confirm. Um, let me confirm that I'm reading this correctly. Yes, uh, the novelization featured an alternate ending in which. Skip sneaks back onto the island after everyone is left to kill Muffy for his share of the family money. Though he fails and winds up dead himself. Uh, in fact, apparently that ending has never been released, but there are stills of it that surface. Like, so that was the original oh, original plan for the ending. And there was a revised draft of the script that included another version of that ending in which Skip... And, and like, uh, so I, yeah, the, the novelization features that ending. And, no, and I was going to say it was pulled, but that wasn't the case. I, I misread that, so I'm glad I double-checked. But the novelization has that ending. That's so bizarre. Um, but the revised draft of the script has a, a, of that uh, uh, has a, has Snip sneaking back into the island. He springs out of a closet like a jack in the box and cuts her throat, and then panics and realizes it's all a joke when she sees her friend standing around. Uh, you know, because that, like that was a prank. And the script then states that Skip stays in the island to help Muffy with the bed and breakfast. So that was that was the other like that was one of the like multiple alternate endings that were done for the for the movie. And apparently there was a straight-to-DVD remake of this released in 2008. I, I kept, well, it's funny you said that because every time I was looking for it, it would be like April Fool's 1986. And yeah. I was like, was there another one? Yeah. And apparently, apparently the story and characters are radically altered to make it more contemporary. Because ah. it is very 80s. You know, it's a very 80s. Guaranteed they don't have any cell phone service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would assume not. Yeah. But yeah, like, so yeah, it was, it was worth watching. It was, it was, it was fun. Um, and I guess uh, that kind of ties up our episode. Uh, you know, I, you know, our first horror movie I think we've ever done. I mean, it's not really a horror movie, but you know. Yeah. And, uh, and ne- I will say next week I'm going to do a horror comedy myself. Uh, yes. It's gonna be. I think the ele- the elements of horror are going to be realer in the sense that like it doesn't have a twist ending where it's not a comedy, right. <laughs> where it's not a horror movie. You know, like you know, like everyone who dies in this movie does die. Right. <laughs> so, but um, it. So I got. So y'all can expect that uh, coming up. Um, yeah. I guess we're done here. We can uh, we can be located. Uh, we have a website matchmadeinspace.com. Um, you can contact us via the mail of ease uh, with matchmadeinspace at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at MMIS Podcast. That is short for Match Made in Space, in case you, someone who just completely doesn't understand acronyms. Uh, what? It's not technically an acronym, it's an initialism. Yes. Um, Allie can be found at A L I underscore G O O D M A N. That is Allie underscore Goodman. That's right. I can be found at Hitler Puncher. That, that both of these are still on Twitter. Yes. Um, we have a Facebook page, I think. Yes. Uh, so you can find us there. Just um, look up Match Made in Space. And if you look up a Hard Grey's Night, you'll find me not ever doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, I think that's about it for now. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Anybody? No, I uh, guess. Uh, I guess. Nobody I, tweeted we, anything at us recently. Nothing said. Nothing. Nothing super crazy. Yeah. Um, I guess you can just say that. 
Something I will say, if you do go to the Facebook page, I ha- I do upload all, every single one of our episodes is there. Whereas if you click on it, it'll take you right to the website and you can listen oh. to the, the, the episodes right there. Right. And oh, oh, I wanted to add um, also because I've been having some issues with it and someone else has mentioned it. Oh, um, right. I don't know what the deal is with Apple Podcasts, but sometimes, uh, sometimes our episodes aren't playing there for a while. Um, but um, maybe if you rate and review us and give us some rate, really rate, good stars, rate, review, rate review us uh, well on Apple Podcasts, and, and rate and review the app poorly so that yes. they'll maybe fix what the hell's going on with that. Exactly. Because I I keep being able to play it on the website, but it won't it won't necessarily. And play that's funny because it the... played immediately for me. So right, I don't know yeah. if it, maybe it was an update issue or whatever, but for me, it was right. Fine. But I've had other people who had Say issues thing, with it. It right, definitely yeah. works on the website. Yeah, um, so you can always go right to the website if you're having problems with it. But yeah, I guess now you can finally say the thing I keep hinting at you to say, which is. Are you are you are you trying to tell me that we're gonna wrap this up? Are you trying to give me the wrap up? This is. Is that what you're trying to get me to say? Yes, I, are this, you trying to? Are you trying to do? Is this a, is this some sort of prank? No, it's, uh, April Fools. No, yes, okay. It's September. Big <laughs> <laughs> guess in October. <laughs> Fool. And this has been a match made in space, and we are signing off. April. No. No. Adios, fool.